Hey, 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 we here. What's going on, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. Shout out to everybody here. Shout out to the playback listeners. Shout out to you listening to me on other platforms. Thank you so much. It's another Readality episode right here on Stereo. I'm E. Reed, your favorite host who loves to smile the most. Yep, that's me. And today we are talking about what communication and what does it mean to you okay this is a conversation about communication so you talk I talk back and that's how it goes you know what I'm saying and we're gonna break it down like I'm really finna like see what I can do with this I'm gonna be here for a short while not trying to be here for no three four hours but you know if the conversation goes that way look I'm here for it okay you know, it's Friday. It's Friday. It was a good day. You had a good morning. Shout out to Livewire and Read the Live. Like, that was a really dope show. Make sure you tap into the playback if you missed it. And uh, make sure you we see you next week, okay? Fridays at 4 a.m. Pacific, 6 a.m. Central, and 7 a.m. on the East Coast. So make sure y'all tap in because it was a really good show. Uh, overall, the show that show was about uh, choices. And uh, to continue on it forward, look, I made the choice to do a show about communication last night on some flute type stuff because I just, I don't know. I just wanted to, like, you know, do a little test run basically on how could I put this and communicate it properly. I am preparing for something to come that I would like to bring to stereo. Therefore, I need to make sure that, you know, at least set the tone a little bit, if that makes sense. All right, y'all. So we're going to talk about communication and what does it mean to you? And check this out, right? We all think that, you know, we could communicate properly. Like you say something, I say something. You write something, I write something back. Like they, for the most part, that's basic communication, right? But I'm going to break it down a little bit more than that and have fun with it in the process. And I'm also going to read to y'all a piece that I wrote three years ago. And what's interesting is that I wrote it three years ago and it's still relevant to um, today. So, yeah, that that's definitely a trip to me, given the fact that I wrote it three years ago and I just reread it. And it's been a long time since I've read like my you know writing pieces. So when I was looking for what I wrote, because I knew I wrote something about communication, I just wasn't remembering exactly what. I wrote about it. And what I did write was about effective communication and a technique that will be your personal loophole to effective, better, uh, and um, time-efficient communication. So uh, hopefully y'all will stay around for that because that is later in this conversation. But for now, this is where I'm starting off with. We're going to go real basic. We're going to go like super, super basic. Okay. We're going to talk about the definition. What is the definition of communication? Anyone? Anyone? Anyone leave a, leave a comment? No? Okay. All right. I'm going to move forward. Um, just know this is an ongoing conversation. So just to set the tone and let y'all know, if y'all leave a message, I'm playing it immediately to keep the conversation going. Okay? That's what we're doing. This is a, like, so I'm not going to let them just sit there and then keep rambling and all that kind of stuff. I'm look, you talk, I talk back. All right? So if y'all want to chime in, chime in up. Oh, see, look, see, see what I'm talking about. Smokey. To convey your thoughts and ideas to make your point. 
Ah, thank you, Smokey Oki. That is a great definition. I appreciate that. You know what? You write on the money. That's a good way to paraphrase it. Like, for real though. So, this is what... Hold on. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Okay. So, what is communication? Let's see. Hold on. Wait a minute. The definition, it says, according to the Google, because, you know, we go to the Google, uh, the imparting or exchanging of information or news, a moment I am in communication with London, that was one, um, two, the second meaning said, means of sending or receiving information such as phone lines or communicate or computers, right? Satellite communications was their, um, their example. And then... Here's the thing. This is what that means to me, okay, when it comes to communication. I, I also agree with what Smokey said and what, of course, the definition said because overall, that's what the whole point is. You're giving information and you're receiving information. It's a transaction. It's a cause and effect, which means there is an action to the reaction. You know what I mean? And sometimes we feel like we're doing it the right way, but then if we were doing it the right way all the time, we wouldn't have a whole bunch of misunderstandings, and the word miscommunication wouldn't exist. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what it means to me, to be able to exchange information, to have a transaction of information, and so that way you can have the best information possible to make the best decision possible, right? Um, and then the other thing when it comes to that is uh, what is the purpose of communication, right? So we know what the definition is and we know the purpose is to provide information and receive information. But how do we do that, though? Like, what are the many ways on how we communicate, right? So depending on where you look, what article you read, they're going to have several different ones. However, regardless of what they say, there is basic ones that cover all of those. And that is, of course, verbal. That, of course, is body language. That, of course, is active listening or listening. We haven't gotten to the active part. Uh, listening, you know. And then, so what did I say? Written, verbal, uh, body language, and hold on. Oh, and attentiveness. So actually like, you know, like eye contact, those types of things. There are different ways in order on how to communicate what you're trying to say. You know, for some people, it could be like through music. For some people, it could be uh, writing something. It could be singing, beatboxing. It could be dancing. Like there's different forms of way to express yourself because that's what communication is for, right? It's for us to be able to express ourselves. And that's one of the reasons why we use social media, right? Oh, hold on. Time out. I mean, communication is highly, highly important when, you know, you're dealing with things outside of yourself. Now, even then, like, you got to communicate with yourself sometimes because sometimes we know what we want, but we don't communicate with ourselves enough to be focused. Like, I think that focus comes from that communication of understanding what the problem is. And if you want a solution, like, just staying, you know, you know, on that narrow path of focusing in and homing in on that shit. But, you know, when you're dealing with, you know, in the relationship, it's, it's extremely important because we could communicate and, I mean, effective communication. It's, it's levels of communication, like, just with anything else, though, right? Thanos. 
Shout out to Thanos. Thank you so much for stopping uh, by and sliding through and leaving a comment. Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely levels to communication, and we're going to touch on that too. You know what I'm saying? Because it, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, if you're going to communicate something, especially, no matter who you're communicating to, like Thanos touched on communicating with yourself, right? So you tap it into your inner star player, like Cat Williams says. You know what I mean? And so regardless of who you're communicating to and how you're expressing yourself, you have like you have to understand. We have to understand because I'm speaking to the choir. Um, you know, you have to be able we have to be able to uh, make sure that we are very clear and what we're trying to say. So our words or our actions, whatever that is to communicate, it has to match the intent. What is the intention and the purpose behind your communication? Um, and th everybody has different intentions, right? And so this is where extra communication comes in at. Just like when we're doing shows here on stereo or any other platform and you have to set the tone, you have to set the room, you know, you have to uh, set the boundaries and the guidelines. It's important to do that, too, even on the most basic level of communication. Oh, time out. I feel like sometimes communication is communication is supposed to be a two way street. It's never supposed to be a one way street. And usually when it starts going one way, then you start to pull back on the communication. Like one person can always take the initiative and reach out, but that other person isn't actually like being receptive of those social cues. Therefore, uh, you need to be in a good mentality to actually be able to communicate and use your words and not actions. Ah. Shout out to Frenchie, babe. Thank you so much for sliding through and uh, giving us your two cents. Shout out to my two cents on uh, what communication means to you. Because that was I was going in that direction right there about having you have to communicate even more so in order for people to understand, you know, because like she said, you know, Sometimes people are not receptive. They're not getting the information. And that may be for various reasons. You know what I mean? It could be various reasons. It could be the way it's being communicated. It could be the way they receive information. You know, teachers are a prime example about how they give information. No matter what level of teacher they are at, what institution they are at, it doesn't matter. Even if it's like online, whatever it is, there are certain key things that as teachers is vital so we have to understand that our the students whoever that is whoever we're teaching or coaching or whatever they may have different learning styles so there's different ways they receive information not every person it's not a one size fit all right so with that being said when you are communicating something if you are a if you're a verbal communicator but you're communicating to someone who is a more visual learner there's going to be a challenge there if that's not understood. So that goes back to what I was saying earlier about sometimes we have to go to even basic levels of matching our intention and what each of us understand on how we receive information and how we communicate information. So how do we each participate in the transaction? You know what I mean? For it to get the right information and for them to understand what you're saying and for you to be very clear and precise about what you're saying. Oop, time out. I feel like I was always caught in the line of fire, like with my own parents, because it's like my dad 
has better skills at communicating more so than my mom. Like my mom, I love her to death, but sometimes she just, she's got her own way of thinking. She's got a plan and she just executes it without actually saying what she wants to do. And she just does it with my dad. Like he is very clear. He's very direct. Sometimes he will tell you like, you know, it's a matter of severity and importance um, that he will communicate what needs to happen. And then he will take some steps, but then he has to make the other person do the rest, if that makes any sort of sense. No, that makes perfect sense. Thank you so much for sharing. Appreciate you. Yes, that does make sense because I think that happens a lot, you know, um, especially like within couples. Uh, and, and I also feel like when it comes to being around people long term, as we get older and other things change, I feel like our communication styles may also change. So that is something also that goes into that unspoken conversation that typically doesn't happen so that there's no misunderstandings and there's no there's not someone putting in extra in order to put, you know, to have the transaction move forward. You know what I mean? As far as what they want the other person to understand or do or anything like that. So I don't know if anybody's ever heard me say um, on my on the shows that I've done where I'm like, I don't speak with an undertone or overtone. Like I'm very direct. Like what I say is what it is. What you see and what you hear is what you get. Because I don't want people to have to guess what they think, what they believe I think I'm saying. I want them to receive the information of what I'm saying as it is. Like it's like when you buy a car, buy it as is. You know, there's no undertone or overtone. Here's why I speak in that in that type of way, because because this is what communication means to me. It's to not put it upon the other person to be a mind reader for me. It's not to put it on the other person to try to figure me out. If I know who I am and I know what I want, then I should be able to express that. Now, I may express it in different ways, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to express it if that makes sense. So like, that's what it means to me when it comes to communicating and why I communicate the way that I do, because I want to make sure that my purpose and my intention is aligning with my words. And it's aligning with the energy that I wanted to give off. Now, are there some moments where maybe my energy doesn't match what my words are saying? Yes. But that doesn't mean I didn't mean what I said when I said it. <laughs> Because I did. <laughs> but that does it. But it comes it comes down to when I'm when I understand that I've done something like that, of course, I definitely take accountability for it. And I try to figure out where the source of that energy came from so that I can be prepared to not do that same thing again. Does that make sense? So it's no better, do better because I'm doing a self-check. I am being self-aware and I feel like the more self-aware we are of how we communicate our communication styles, it can make it easier for our purpose and our intention to match our execution in the transaction. Does that make sense? I know. Uh, okay. I, probably, uh, I hope it makes sense. Let me know if it does and let me know if it doesn't. So that like, cause I'm just, you know, I'm going off of the what makes sense to me. So I'm hoping I'm communicating this correctly, but I won't know that unless you guys let me know. <laughs> <laughs>
You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that. But that's what communication means to me when it comes to like the definition and uh, matching your purpose and your intent with what you're trying to say. You know what I mean? And we touched on a little bit about different ways to communicate, right? So this is what it says on the Google, okay? Um, hold on. Let me see. Let me pull this up real quick because I know I had it, and then I exited out of it. So we're going to go back to it. And thank y'all for being patient with me. Um, so here it goes. I, okay, so it says that this one, so the first one that pulls up, right, it says that there's five ways to communicate. But then when you scroll down, you have four ways, three ways, eight ways. There's all these different things. So the basis, though, in my opinion, oh, time out. I totally understand what you're saying. I, I kind of wanted to, and I wasn't really sure if I was really going to bring this up or not, but like communication is the key to life. <laughs> um, and there are some people that are very, um, that are masters at communicating. Um, sometimes the masters can start to play with other people's minds or social cues knowing that if they're talking to someone that isn't on their communication level um, or isn't as intelligent as that other person, that's when the gaslighting, the manipulating and everything comes into play because that person mm -hmm. is very good at using their words and they can sway a conversation to, to go one way in their favor. And that's something that I became highly aware of when I came here to stereo. You know what? Me too. Yo, shout out to Frenchie, but because you know what? S same here. Okay. Matter of fact, I just did a show not too long ago in the comparison between um, communicating on visual apps and communicating on uh, social audio apps because there's definitely a difference and there's definitely like a huge gap <laughs> when it comes to uh, communication. And here's the other thing that I noticed, not even. I mentioned it earlier, and I know I had put it down in my notes, but I wasn't looking at my notes most of the time I've been talking to y'all. Uh, comprehension. That is huge. That is another C word that goes with this whole communication situation because a lot of people don't comprehend. You know why some people don't comprehend? I feel like because they're not listening to understand, it's like that saying, what is it? You're not listening to understand, you're listening to respond. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a different level to it. So going back to the show, like just, just to, you know, real quick sidebar, to go back to the show that I did previously um, the other day about the comparison. So when it comes just on the comprehension level, and then I'm going to go back uh when it comes to visual apps like Facebook and Twitter, you actually have to use, you have to read, you have to read and receive the information to understand it, right? In order to comprehend it, you have to read something. Oh, time out. Totally get it. Like there's a difference between hearing what you're saying and comprehending and understanding what you're saying. Like you have to turn on that part in your brain to actively listen to that other person um, so they can respond in, in a positive manner. Absolutely. Exactly. And, or just respond in an effective manner, you know, 
just in an effective manner. Can 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 we get can we get that in the least? Because like you know, with Facebook, Twitter, all those visual apps, you have to read to understand. You know, and because think about it, when we're on the audio apps, I could be saying something. And or like we've all heard it, like we've been on this app enough, like we know you guys already know what I'm getting ready to say. Like somebody's leaving, you know, saying something on the panel or whatever, or there's a bunch of people on the panel and they're talking and people are just leaving voice clips and they're leaving voice clips because they just want to hear themselves talk, you know, for whatever the reason, you know, what I mean, like they just want to be there, like especially like the people who get frustrated with, you know, when the voice clips don't get played. Why are you really upset why the voice gets? clips don't get played is it because they're not getting played to your time frame to your clock or to the clock of the show because the clock of the show is what is the dominant that is what's important it's what now however chaotic it might be on a panel it's still their time clock you know so just out of respect you know you have to just sit listen and read the room. That's another way to communicate. You have to read the live. Uh, you got to read the live. Just like you would read a post. Same thing like on, on Instagram. How many times do we scroll on Instagram and we see a meme? They are communicating a message to us. And we are reading it to receive it. Oop, time out. Those people uh, are just looking for the dopamine hit of getting their voice clip played and hearing the response of the content creators on the panel and that's the reason they get frustrated they're not getting their fix <laughs> shout out to smoky yucky yeah i agree with that one. that's a good way to put that they're not getting their fix they're not getting their ego stroke they're not getting you know they're, they're um pick me pick me they're not getting picked you know what i mean so yeah, and and that could def that I totally agree with that. I feel like that's definitely a key factor in it because I'm just saying if you really are out of respect of the people who are running the show or having you know or having a conversation on the show and you add your input, you add value to the conversation. It shouldn't matter when you get played now. If you just because you may not like the way the show is ran, that's one thing. Oh, time out. Some people also have like a really good response message to the content creators, and they, and sometimes what I have noticed is that when someone's up on a panel and they're kind of doing their own thing and they're not even paying attention to the messages. Um, and people in the audience like know that they're kind of sort of a part of the show. Um, when those messages don't get played, yeah, people do get upset because their voices aren't being heard. And I, and I understand that because I used to be, I used to feel some kind of way, like when I first got on this app and I was like, wait a minute, hold on a second. But you know what? I had to then check myself because then I was like, wait a minute, that ain't my show. I can't control them. I can't control their messages. That ain't my show. But on my show, I could run it how I want to run it, you know? And so I feel like, and then I also feel like the more you listen to people and you understand how they run their shows, you can already kind of know what to expect. Let's take, let's take SGT, for example, 
Okay. At one point, when this app was popping the way it was popping several months ago, six to eight months ago, yo, we used to get like 300, 400 messages in a, in a show. Three to 400 messages in a show. We couldn't play all those messages. We'd be there all night. And we both had lives, you know, but it didn't deter people from not, you know, from coming to the show and still leaving a voice clip, you know, because they started to understand the culture of the show. They understood the culture of the host. And I feel like that's another way to communicate when it comes to act to listening and observing, because that's another way to receive information. So it's another transaction to communicate. You know, especially because, like mentioned earlier, shout out to French Babe, that it's a two-way street. So it's not solely on the content creator. It's also upon the listener's responsibility, you know. And that's where it comes to, you know, in the physical form, if it were like that, we would pick up on, like, what French Babe said, like the social cues. Because sometimes people, you know, speak with their hands. They speak with their face. They, you know... Um, they sit in a certain way, you know, have you guys, uh, tell me if you've heard this before, if you're ever at a business meeting, okay. Or if you're like called into the boss's office and your boss is standing up, but you're sitting down. Did you know that that's a power structure communication move? It's to show that he has, he or she has dominance of the conversation. Have you ever heard of the, of the communication technique that, Whoever calls the other person first, if there is a conflict or something like that, it could be received as a sign of weakness, depending on who it is. Like, have you ever heard that before? Or, oh, here's a good one. Um, if you, here's another good one about how how to communicate. We all know this one when when people be at our house or we be at chilling with people and like we ready to go. You know what I mean? Are you ready for them to go? And what you say? So what you finna do? You know what I said? Like, <laughs> so what you get ready to do? You know, what I mean? it's another form to communicate, and you are slowly, subliminally, like pushing them out. Or here's another physical one where if you are ever someplace and you are ready to leave, try this. If that person, you know, how you talk to some people and they just won't stop talking. They just keep going on and on and on. And the minute you think you can go pew and like, like disappear, like they bring up something else and then they just keep going with something else. So with that, right, if there's a door, right, if there's a way for you to get out and escape, just inch your way little by little to the dough. You know what I mean? Just little by little to the dough. Or if you want them to leave, slowly approach them and approach the door, you know? Just just pay attention to that on some of the shows and movies that you watch or whatever. It's a power move. It's to communicate. Get out. I want you to go. I don't want to be here no more. I don't want to talk to you no more. I'm done. You know, it's just another way to communicate. So that's body language. That's a nonverbal way to do that, you know. Um, so the other thing that I wanted to touch bases on since we didn't talk about the different ways to communicate um. I want to share with y'all the ways that I like to communicate. The ways that I like to communicate is like what we're doing right now, having a verbal conversation. I've always been, oh, time out. I'm a master at being able to escape because I actually have a fear of not being able to escape in real life. Um, that 
I will either fake a headache or I'll be like, oh, um, I got to go change a diaper. Oh, I got to go wash my hair and be like <laughs> trying to, you know, get out of the situation or whatever. I think I even said this once and I said, excuse me, I'm sorry. I have to go feed my fish. Goodbye. And <laughs> it leaves people laughing. But, you know, it's like when you got to go, you got to go. Or, you know, when you really want to get someone to shut up and be like, hey, I got to go take a massive shit. I got to go. Goodbye. <laughs> I guess that kind of makes me an asshole because I've always been like, okay, well, uh, I'd like to talk to you more, but I got stuff to do, so I'm going to go ahead and head out. And that's usually what I do. I guess that kind of makes me an asshole. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> you are politely telling them that you got to go. So, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Because if you want to go, you want to go. You're not obligated to stay there and continue the conversation. Especially if, you know, the the main point of you guys having a conversation has been um, achieved. Like, I don't, yeah. I mean, I'll be like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go sleep. I'm going to take a nap. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm going to go eat. <laughs> Not to say I can't eat with them on the phone or eat with them, but, you know, sometimes you just want to go. So, yeah, say that. <laughs> It's all good. Say that. Uh, so the one one of the ways again, like what we're doing now, it's for me to communicate is you know verbally. I've always been a talker. Like I have no cap. I just have. And then what's interesting is even in those times where I didn't want to speak, I was always put in a position to speak or to be the spokesperson, you know, whether it be a group class project, whether it be um, at a graduation ceremony. Oh, I really tried to get out of that one. I really did. I low key did. I even tried to get kicked off um, being selected to give the speech for graduation. Yeah, I, I did. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I did, because I didn't want to do it. I just didn't. Like, I had already given a speech at my high school graduation. I didn't want to do one for uh, the, the trade school. I didn't want to do that. Not to say that I was, you know, embarrassing it. I just didn't want to do it. I'm like, for what? <laughs> and I tried to get out of it. I tried to sabotage it, too, because we're supposed to, we were supposed to write our speech and then hand it over. Sidebar story. We are supposed to hand over our speech to the person in charge, the career services person who was over the graduation ceremony. And I didn't do it. Mind you, I worked for her. So I saw her like every day. You know what I mean? And I still never gave it to her. I didn't do my speech until the day of of the graduation ceremony. And mind you, I still didn't write it. I just winged it. I just winged that shit. <laughs> and look, the cool part is I winged it. And then the girl that was coming up behind me, like she goes, I said that. I said back down next to her. And she was like, well, how, how am I supposed to come after that? I'm like, how, what am I supposed to say to that? I was like, I don't know, girl. I just wing that. I ain't write nothing. Just go up there and do your thing. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just saying all that to say, like, I've always been a talker. And it just comes with the territory of who I am in my personality. I don't know where I get that from because my mom is not much of a talker unless she's asked to speak. You know what I'm saying? Or she actually has something to say. She's a very quiet person. So I don't know. Maybe I got it on my daddy's side. Not sure. Could have been an aunt, uncle or something. I don't know. But um, that's just a part of what I like to do. Uh, now, the other thing that I like to do as far as communicating is I like to people watch. 
I like to observe and just listen and just hear what people have to say, hear about their experiences, observe them in real life moments. Like I'm that person that will go with my cousins to someplace publicly and or a restaurant or something. And we just sitting there eating and we just watch people, you know, Ooh, time out. I feel like I have to tell you this story just because you're kind of doing a story bit. So back in college, um, I was taking a public speaking class and um, we were going around the room kind of like introducing ourselves because it was like, you know, the first class and, you know, we're trying to get to know the teacher and our classmates and stuff like that. So um, when the, this my teacher thought that he recognized me from somewhere and um, I think I it brought something up. I said something about my mom. Um and he was like, wait, what? Like, what's your mom's name? And so I, I told him my mom's name. And uh, apparently my public speaking teacher went to school with my mom, had a crush on my mom. And apparently I felt like I was getting special treatment because I was the daughter of the girl that he had a crush on. Um, he had a rule in his class that if you ever had like a speech due, you were not allowed to, you know, do like a manual manuscript or whatever. And part two, hold on. Oh. Uh, okay, part two. Um, really quick. I, I would always do a manuscript, and I did the, the thing that I wasn't supposed to do, but I was very good at being, like, a natural speaker because I always had eye contact with the audience and everything. Um, long story short, it was <laughs> – I just thought it was funny because I did this every time. He told me not to do it, and I always walked away with an A. Oh, see, look at that. <laughs> Shout out to Frenchie Bay walking away with A's, doing what she was supposed to do. <laughs> oh, that's that's the irony of, of events. <laughs> you communi you you communicated one way and he communicated another way. You still got your end result of getting an A. I'm just saying, that is that is crazy. Oh my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> One of the the uh, the ways that I love to communicate, though, like I don't know if well, I did mention it earlier, but I don't know how much of y'all actually like really know this part about me. But like, yeah, I love to write. Like, I have been a writer for so long, um, like of stories and poems and um, like art. Like, I wouldn't call them articles. I would just call them maybe like my two cent blogs. You know what I mean? Cause, oh, time out. <laughs> Good glorious morning, lovely queen. How are you? I hope you're well. Good. Communication. Thank you. What does it mean to me? You Communication is getting a thought, idea, or picture, or emotion, some concept from my mind to another and also receiving thoughts, ideas, pictures, images, uh, concepts from someone else's mind to mine. So it can be talking or art or body language. There's lots of different forms of communication, but that's what communication means to me. Just my crazy two cents. <laughs> Good strain this morning. Slaucha. <laughs> ah, good morning. And thank you so much, Jenna Michelle. Thank you for stopping by with your two cents on communication. Hope you stay for the rest of the conversation. 
Yo, what up, what up, e What's going on, man? Just getting in the room. Okay. Catching up. You already. You already. How you doing, though? Already shout out to Livewire. <laughs> hello. Good. Hello again, sir. Hello again. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm a writer. Uh, I I love being able to uh, express myself through um, typing or writing, you know. Yeah, I, I have, there's always a notebook around me or I have a notepad. I'm whipping out the notepad on the, um, on one of the phone devices and typing something up. Uh, I have those, you know, those composition books that you used to get like the regular eight and a half by 11 ones or whatever. Like I have the little miniature ones. I always keep one in my car until it gets filled up and then I need another one. Um, I have a whole bunch of little notebooks like here and there. My mom used to always give me little journals. Uh, my aunt does the same thing. Uh, ran, like you're guaranteed every Christmas to get a journal. I'm just saying a journal and a calendar. You're guaranteed to get that. Uh, so, yeah, um, I'm always writing on writing something. You know, there are times where I don't even have a notebook around. But if I have a thought, I need to write it down on something. So I will grab like an old envelope or whatever. Um, I've even written notes or, uh, you know, random thoughts that I've had to myself on, you know, uh, what is it, the paper towel or whatever. It's got to be a good window because if it's cheap, I'm just going to try and find me a piece of paper. But, yeah, I'm definitely like one of those types of people because I have what I call popcorn thinking. So I can I'll just go down a rabbit hole of different ideas and way to structure it and things of that nature so it's it's quite interesting so that that's why I have to write things down and I'm also a firm believer here's another way of communicating but to the universe okay you know how we always say speak things into existence as if they already are well I do the same thing verbally but I also do it writing it down I can I like I have written it down. There is stuff that I have done on this app that I wrote down in a notebook years ago and didn't even realize it until I was going through the notebook one day and looking at my old notes. You know how crazy that is? Do you know how amazing that is to me? So it just goes to show like there are different ways in order to communicate a message because even though like you know, I'm sending out that into the universe and then the universe is bringing it right back to me in a, in a way that I didn't even think it was going to happen. You know, it was just a thought, you know, and I put it on paper and then it came to pass. It was tangible, you know, and I appreciate that. That is the, that is my passionate. That is my passion way to communicate. I am passionate about writing, you know, um, I was I was so excited when I got published for the first time. Oh, time out. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot about writing it down. It's like you it's and it's interesting that, that they call it a spell, but you're really spelling out your intention. I used to jot if I get a block, uh, I would actually write down what my problem, what the what, what I was being blocked by or the barrier in myself on a piece of paper, the color of the paper coordinated to the emotion or something about it that was significant to me. And I would literally burn that piece of paper and let the 
smoke carry it up into the universe. It was a really simple, quick little thing that I totally forgot about. Thank you for reminding me. I'm going to do that again right now. Ah, my pleasure. Look, look, you never know. See, you just never know. And and I'm telling you, like, it's just something about when you write stuff down. Um, now, I'm not a big, like, diary writer type of person. So I just want to make that clear, you know, with people and exactly what I'm saying. I'm speaking about, like, ideas and stuff where it's like, oh, okay, I thought about this. I think this would be really dope. This might come to fruition. It might even be an idea that's not meant for me. It might be meant for somebody else, but somehow it came to me and I might just give it away. I ain't going to hold you. I'm borderline thinking about having a um, a show, a think tank show. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know where I would put it that put th that show at on which platform I'm on, but I'm thinking about doing that. Um, so, yeah, if anybody wants to use that, hey, good luck with that. You know, think tank ideas. I'm just saying they're they're really good. You can't ever really go wrong with that. There go a freebie. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's so writing is definitely a passion of mine. And I don't know, there's just something about the way and how you can articulate your message and say the things that you need to say by writing them out. You know, um, I think the, the first cathartic way I learned to communicate and express my feelings and putting them out there and understanding how much words have power and how you use them is when after my grandmother had passed, there was a class assignment where we had to write about someone that we admired. And um, I wrote about my grandmother. And what's interesting is that to this day, I can, I can remember specific bullet points of what I wrote in that essay. And I know one of them was about patience because patience is not one of my best virtues. See, I can say that now. <laughs> it's not one of my best. I used to be able to say it's not one of my virtues, but it's not one of my best ones because I'm still working on it. You know, I've come a long way, but I remember putting that on paper about patience, that I wanted to be as patient as my grandmother because I remember how she was with all of the family members around you know, and how she was super slow to anger and how she was so cool, calm and collected and graceful and all of this. And it's like, I want to, I want to be like that. You know what I mean? Because I wasn't that I was the complete opposite. And so I wrote it down. Another thing I, I wrote other things down about being, you know, being able to forgive and be open hearted and stuff like that. So who knew that what I wrote when I was in like junior high school, you know, I ended up living and walking that lifestyle without realizing it until one day I came across that that essay and I read it. And I was like, oh, I did it to myself. <laughs> No wonder, like, okay, now it makes sense because when you put things out there into the universe, you are communicating some information that you want or that you desire or that you need. And therefore, it came back to me a hundredfold. Even if you put down or say something negative, words have power, whether you write them down or whether you um, uh, say them, but they have power. You know, I'm just saying they really do. So what it means to me on, you know, ways to communicate and what it means to me is that based on what type of connection I'm trying to build 
is going to determine on how I feel like I need to communicate, you know, and I'm going to pay attention to my receiver and how they communicate. So that way I can know their communication language. You know how we talk about love languages and stuff? Everybody got a communication language too. Just saying. So you got to be able to observe a person and figure it out. You got to give them that opportunity and that grace, just like you would want mercy and grace awarded to you, you know? Now, it's not to say you have to tolerate all of it. It's not to say that you have to put up with abuse or anything like that. But if you exercise discernment and you really actively pay attention, the key word is actively, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, If you actively just pay attention, you will know what's being revealed to you. You might see some writings on the wall. Not to say, you know, you might be blinded by them at first because hindsight is always twenty twenty, and we've all been there, you know. However, when you know better, you do better. When you understand your communication style and you observe the receiver's communication style, it can definitely help in a lot of ways. Now, is it a perfect uh, system? Absolutely not. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, it's not because that's another thing I learned this year. Oh, time out. I think the people that struggle with having grace for other people, giving other people the grace and to come about, they are not feeling that for themselves. You have to feel love and compassion and mercy for yourself in a sort of parental way toward yourself toward your own kind of childlike energy. You know, you have to wrap yourself up with warm love and appreciate yourself before you can share that with other people. It has to be genuine and you have to be honest and, and real with yourself, I think. But grace, I think, is something that is wonderful to cultivate and nurture. I'm glad you mentioned it. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jenna, for being here. Hey, Sloan. E. Reed, yes. Um, you touched on a very uh, pivotal point. Articulation, um, that is something I want to master. So writing down would kind of help uh, for me to gather my thoughts and actually put the words together to best express what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, I do want to master the art of communication. I'm a very good listener, so I rather listen than to speak. When I'm ready to speak, I can speak, of course. And also, uh, you're right, words do have power. So I want to always be consciously aware um, of the power that words, you know, have. And, you know, make sure I'm in the conscious state of mind of knowing what exactly I'm oh I hope you have if you need to finish your thoughts long go ahead and finish your thought I'm gonna play your message as soon as you send it if that's what you need to do um I'm here for it and thank you so much long for sliding through and participating and giving your two cents and you know what you will because you just put it out there into it you just verbalized it you just gave you just started a transaction in the universe of what it is that you want to do. And because that's what you put out there, you are going to be put into positions that's going to exercise and strengthen your ability to verbally communicate. 
Like it's just it's just with it. And the fact that you actively communicate, keyword actively, and we'll get to that in a moment. Uh the fact that you're actively uh listen in your communication, like, oop, time out. I have to say really quickly, and I feel bad for interrupting you. I absolutely freaking love it when you get a message, you're like, oop, time out. I love it. I freaking love it. Yeah, you know what? It's really weird. It just came to my mind when I heard a message and I was like, oh, wait, time out. <laughs> that was not planned. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> but <laughs> to Sloan, again, you're going to you'll be put into positions and it'll be, you know, and it'll come to fruition because that's what you actually want, you know. And like I was saying, the active listening is a huge key part of it. What what you do naturally, people pay thousands of dollars to learn how to do, yo. Like, for real, though, they pay thousands of dollars. There are corporations who actually hire, you know, third parties to come in to give training classes on how to um, actively listen. You know, trust me, I've seen it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have seen my cousin teach so many classes when it comes to that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just crazy to me. Um I guess it's not too, too crazy, not in like a bad way, but more in like an irony kind of way, because in the field that these classes are being taught in, communication is a huge component, like humongous, enormous, whatever other synonym of the word big and huge you can find in the dictionary, whatever's in the thesaurus, like is that. Okay, whatever's in the source is that because it's dealing with children. So it's very important for people to effectively communicate specifically in their writing their notes in order for the children to be protected the way they need to be protected. But that's neither here nor there. But that's just another form of communication. Um, but to go ahead and like close out this section of uh, the ways to communicate set part, um, you know, and sharing with y'all about like how I like to communicate and what I'm passionate about and how I communicate. Um, the other factor that I want to make sure that's really important that I share with y'all is that when it comes to communication, um, the question that I have for y'all is, do you share how you, how you communicate and your communication style with who you choose to build a connection with? So in other words, like for me, when I meet people, I pretty much like if I want if I meet people and I feel like, you know, we could build a bond and you could be like, you know, a part of my inner circle. You know what I'm saying? You know, my safe space, my inner peace. You know what I mean? Then I pretty much give you the blueprint. You know, I give you the whether it's personal, business or romantic. I express exactly what I'm able to do, what I bring to the table, what I'm not willing to tolerate. Like I give a blueprint and I and we can we go along with the flow of the course of the building of the bond. You know what I mean? I don't just put everything on the table first flat out, but it goes along throughout conversation, you know, and in that I can definitely be able to just pave the way of like, OK, this is who I am and how I communicate. And then if I feel based on what I've observed of their communication style, I will do my best to communicate in their language, in their style, because I don't want them to be in a position to guess or to overthink or underthink. I just want you to comprehend. Like, that's it. Just want you to comprehend the point. 
comprehend my message, comprehend the information. And I also make sure that I'm very clear in just, and I don't know, maybe this comes from when I used to be a teacher. I don't know. But if you don't understand what I'm saying or you are not 100% confident in what you heard me say, ask me for clarification. Because I sometimes I know this. I can say things to where it makes sense to me. And I think it makes sense to them, but it may not make sense to them at all. I could be completely missing the mark. Like I said, the technique, the way that I do it. Oh, time out. Oh, yes. Communicating in someone's style can be tricky, though. Um, sometimes when I'm talking to someone who has an accent, like maybe someone who English isn't their first language, maybe they're French, I will actually hear in my voice mimics of their tone and inflections and it's not intentional I'm not trying to be disrespectful I'm just trying to kind of match their tone but you have to be careful that you're not like trying to fake or pose like that you're French or something so yeah you have to be tricky with that but I do that all the time thank you oh oh you're very welcome you know what I totally understand what you mean because when I was um in Mexico this summer, like I found myself because I did so me and the chick that I was rooming with, okay. Um, I knew I don't know a lot of Spanish, I just know a little Spanish, but I knew enough for us to get by. <laughs> and so, like, I found myself like being like saying things in there in that accent, you know. And then I also noticed my dialect depending on certain words that I say or certain slang or what or um environment or something because I've lived in different parts of the country my the infliction of my voice will change and then the tone and then also the way that I say it like sometimes I'll say here or I'll say here or there or you know what I'm saying like it's just different ways in order I'll say things so and I don't know where that I, I don't know I just adapt to different accents so I communicate I try to verbally communicate in that way if it makes sense, but I don't do it consciously. I do it subconsciously. I just adapt to it. It's, it's really weird. It's definitely entertaining in the progress. I mean, in the process, but you know, if y'all ever hear me do that, y'all can like leave a clip like, Hey, you just did it. Like, <laughs> cause it happens. Cause I'm born and raised on the West coast. You know what I mean? So I just say it like, it just depends. Um, but yeah, so going back to what I was saying about um about laying out a blueprint and letting someone know your communication style because yes, it can be tricky. Thank you so much, Jenna. It can be tricky. And that's why Sloan is a prime example of having an upper hand of how it cannot it can it'll still be tricky, but it won't be as a more of an uphill battle for some for those who know how to actively just sit listen and observe sit go slow oh boom look we just made that up we just made that up together go slow sit listen observe s-l-s-l-o boom see go slow go slow go slow i just made that shit up that was dope um so you know go slow and then that way you can be able to kind of learn something because people what is it what uh my angelou say uh when someone reveals themselves to you believe them you know, so they're communicating. It's just that sometimes we don't see how they're communicating because we're not 
practice we're not exercising discernment and we really want them to communicate the way we communicate because we bond with them so well so therefore it gets overshadowed and we're not really paying attention ever think about that just saying been there that's one of the things i learned from being on this app okay i i gave a blueprint i was very clear when you know what i mean and still yet and still this person still didn't didn't communicate the way I felt like, oh, time out, wait a minute. That's what Sometimes their words say one thing, but their body says something else. That's true. And see, that goes with intention and matching the purpose intention with the words and coming out of their mouth. Yep. Because, you know, y'all know that one position, we're going to sidebar real quick, that one position when someone has their arms crossed, you know, on their chest. And, you know, that's supposed to be a sign of a body language to where they don't want to be bothered. They're guarded. They don't want to be there. They're not really listening. You know, they're cutting themselves off because they say that when you have your um, arms crossed, you're cutting off the line of communication to understand. But when you have your arms down or, you know, flat or your hands up or whatever, like, you know, if you're sitting down or something like that. And they're, they're just not crossed. Either way, as long as they're not crossed and your arms are down or something like that, then it leaves your gate open to receive information. So arms folded, that means you're closing your gate. Arms down, that means you're opening your gate. So what happens with the gate? Gates are to receive, you know, cars to come in or something to come in, you know. So it's the same thing. It's just a different form. But I don't know. Let me know if y'all ever heard of that before. Just saying. Um. But yeah, so even with my experience, you know, I expressed on how to communicate. I had, and and they didn't feel uh, comfortable enough for whatever reason to express what they could have expressed, you know. And then now thinking about it and telling all that and sharing that with y'all, I can actually remember other situations with the same thing. Now that I think about it, yeah, you know, we're having a whole like real life reality moment right now. Uh. Because, yes, that has definitely happened to me before. But it took for a situation that happened this past year that made me really just realize that, you know, that that is something I need to be more conscientious of, that it is a, it is a flawed system. You know, no system is absolutely perfect. And it goes to show, once again, I'm thinking I've mastered effective communication but yet there was a crack somewhere in my foundation. So I had to figure out where the crack was and go ahead and seal that up so that my foundation can get back to where it needs to be. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, I'm responsible for that. Nobody else is responsible for that, you know. And when it comes to ways to communicate, y'all, that's what it means to me. Now, my question to y'all, y'all can, you know, hopefully y'all can leave some messages and answer this. What are your favorite ways to communicate? Is it more verbal? Is it more uh, written? Like, what is your what is your most comfortable way and easiest for you on how to communicate? You know, if y'all want to go ahead and leave a message, let me know, because y'all know I'm going to play it. All right. So going on to the next phase of the conversation. This is actually the last phase of the conversation. And I'm going to share with y'all what are some effective ways to communicate, which some of them we've already pretty much like talked about a little bit, you know, on a surface level. But when it comes to, um, you know, 
what I was mainly saying earlier and then Sloan like threw it up in there because we like she's an active listener. Many of y'all are active listeners because y'all just been sitting in here. So shout out to y'all. You know, thank you so much. Appreciate it for y'all being here. If you're listening to the playback, hopefully you'll um, come to another live show when I touch on communication because I feel like I'm going to do this again, but from a different perspective on a different side. I don't know. It depends. We'll find out. Stay tuned. Uh, with that being said, going on to the next phase, it goes like this. What are some effective ways to communicate? And what is it? <laughs> what is it? We've been saying it like pretty much this whole time. Actively. <laughs> Actively. Active. I feel like with active communication, like, uh, you know, oh, time out. <laughs> oh, my favorite way to communicate. I'd have to say speaking um, first would be the best. Having conversations face to face with people. I love words. And so I'm very careful to choose the words that I mean. And also I have that ability to interactively listen by watching their body language and interacting with them in real time. I can really gauge, especially with my own empathy, um, I can gauge whether they're getting what I mean or not. It's a lot easier. So direct face-to-face -face communication is my favorite. Um, maybe second with singing. I love, or music, like I love listening to heartful music, heartfelt music. Yeah, soulful uh, vocal, instrumental, it doesn't matter. If you're feeling the, the power of the energy when you're creating that art. Oh, I like the way you described that. Well, if that's the case, oh, please come to Stereo's Got Talent on Wednesday. We are now on, uh, we will be back on, on this third Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 Central, and 7 p.m. on the East Coast. I don't know which time zone you're in, but, yeah, we will be on at that time. And there's all types of talent that comes through there. And if you are on the Fanbase app, you can definitely check out the Fanbase app because uh, we also have started. Shout out to Twixie Baby and um, and what we have started over there on Fanbase, which is an open mic. We call It's called the IROC Open Mic. Um, definitely tap through. Oh, time out. I definitely love verbal, um, and I also love different other various of communication styles through music and through dance and, you know, writing. I, I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm well-rounded, but I would say ultimately verbal, and I want the actions to line up with the words that you say. Yes, Lee, Lee. That part right there. I'm telling you, it, it's a it's a really feel good moment when it's all aligned with what you your intention, your energy, and your words, and it's executed perfectly. I'm trying to tell you, like it is a beautiful feeling, like you just be in your zone. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Um, oh my goodness, look, I got excited, and then I got uh, <laughs> I had a brain fart. <laughs> So let's talk about effective communication. See now how the lost portrayed thought. Oh snap. I got excited. Look, squirrel moment. See, this is what happens on reality. That's why there's no do-overs. I don't edit this. I don't do any of that. I just download the audio and then I save it so I can get ready to upload it someplace else. Oop, <laughs> time out. 
oh man, how do I communicate? I am also a very verbal person. I I do like writing, but I don't like texting. <laughs> Does that make sense? Um, yeah. It's kind of silly, but uh, sometimes when I just really, really want to get my point across and I don't want to take the time to actually write it all out, I just want to be able to make like either a voice memo or have, have an actual conversation. So I'm not having to actually take time out of my day and sit down and write out a message that's going to take me like 10 minutes to do. And it's just, I do it for time, for timing pur- purposes. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah, I get it. I used to, um, I used to be one of those people that didn't like texting. Sidebar. I used to be one of the people that didn't like texting. And then I was like, ah, oh, some people just don't want to get off the phone with you, though. And then I'm like, you know what? I'd rather just text. It depends on who it is. And then even then, still, I might have to screen they text. <laughs> I'm just, I just be like, what? I, I just can't sometimes. But that's because I'm trying to, I got to protect my energy, yo. For real, though, because I, I am empathic. And I I pick up on energy, all types of different energy. And, yeah, I'm just that person. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but I get it, though. It, de- it does totally make sense. And, um, yeah, Sloan, I get it, you know, and being able to, like, be well-rounded in different uh, areas of communication. Like, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I also agree with um, and enjoy the arts of how people communicate with singing and through dance. Like one of my favorite uh, shows was So You Think You Can Dance, like the earlier seasons. And I'm talking about those routines, especially when the the choreographers would, you know, base it on something that was really personal to them and they choreographed something for the dancers to do on stage. I'm talking about beautiful. I can't tell you how many times I watched that and the way they would execute the routine, I'd just be like, oh, my God, why am I crying? Like, that was so beautiful. And I'd be, like, rewinding it back and stuff like that. Like, it'd be really beautiful, though, you know, and how somebody can take art and communicate it in that way. And, you know, I think that's one of the, we'll say, exceptions to the rule when it comes to communication, you know, because art is in the eye of the beholder. You know, so hence abstract art, hence NFT art, you know, hence 3D art. It can be all kinds of crazy manipulated type content. And yet to you, it may see something else, but to someone else, they'll see something else, you know, but we're all looking at the same thing and we all feel it differently and it it communicates to us differently. So I think that's super dope. You know, there's just not no one size fits all when it comes to art and communication. But when it comes to people, (laughs) when it comes to people, the more clear cut you can be, the more precise you can be, the more active you can be, it can at least make it that much easier. Oop, time out. E-Read, have you ever watched a black and white movie that had no type of verbal to it, no audio to it, and you had to really pay attention to details to really grasp what the concept of what it was about or, you know, what they're trying to convey to the audience, and and it really had you thinking on your feet, and you really had to, you know, uh, pay attention 
And I just feel like back in the days, those creators were very, very uh, great thinkers and uh, even some great master communicators. Yep. I, you know, I, some of those movies um, that are silent and then you just have to observe and watch what's going on. I appreciate those movies. Like, I really do. Because, um, yeah, again, it's a different form of communication and you have to pay attention. You have to actively pay attention. You got to go slow. So you got to sit there and just watch. And then comprehend what you believe is what's going on based on what you saw. You know, um, <laughs> okay, another quick sidebar. Y'all want to know another a way I used to communicate in school? See, like, you know, you couldn't, we couldn't always pass notes in class. Oh, time out. You know, a communication uh, struggle that I see all the time comes to mind. Um, someone, I'll hear someone explaining something and they'll use certain words to, they'll use, they'll explain something, right? One way, they'll explain it. And the person they're talking to doesn't understand. And so instead of changing the words and explaining it a different way, they repeat the same exact words. And I find this, like, <laughs> a little amusing. Not really. It's kind of frustrating because, like, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're repeating yourself over and over again, stop. Stop, stop, stop. Because the words you're using aren't working. Back up. Maybe look at it from a different angle or viewpoint. Try to find a different way to explain it. You might get your point across better. Anyway, that just came to mind. It's something I had to learn. <laughs> Hope it helps. Oh, yeah. Actual, factual. Shout out to Jenna. Yep. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Gotta learn how to do it a different way. Oh, time out. <laughs> I used to write letters in code and the person that was getting the letter had the cipher that way if it was ever intercepted nobody ever knew uh, what I was writing see look <laughs> you know it so here's what we used to do when we couldn't write notes in class especially if we had that one substitute teacher because she would catch us every time oop time out I totally agree with Michelle. Like, I, I've come across some of those people that <laughs> use the same words all the time. And it's just like, it kind of shows their level of intelligence. I try not to insult it, but sometimes it's hard not to. I know that's kind of mean, but <laughs> I keep my comments to myself. I know when to hold my tongue. <laughs> that is also an art, my dear. That is also an art. <laughs> Crafty. Very crafty and a very and a good soft skill though. Just saying, that is that is a sellable skill. You better put that on a resume somewhere. Just saying, um, but yeah. So this is what we used to do. We used to do sign language. We used to I'd like sign the alphabet across class. Like <laughs> I'm talking about, our hands used to be moving too. We used to get so good at that. Look, then the other way was G language. We speaking G language. You know. Um, you know, like for the title would be, no, I'm not even going to do all that. It was G language and then there was pig Latin. Okay. Um, <laughs> we all know pig Latin, but G language was pretty much the same thing, except that, you know, you put a G in between each syllable and say that. So like for my name, it would be a Gerbergekaka, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And then of course, uh, in pig Latin, my name is Erica A. You know what I'm saying? Like, you already know how to do all that. But, yeah, that's what we used to do. Them used to be the three ways we would communicate to one another in class. 
You know what I'm saying? The other way was when beepers and pagers came out. Remember that? Y'all remember that? So we used to write the numbers in there. We used to... <laughs> Time out. Oh my gosh, I did sign language too. I totally, that's funny. I had a friend who was deaf and she taught me the alphabet and a few words and stuff. And so we could communicate. And she also taught me a little bit about lip reading. So we would lip read across. But me and my sister used to drive our mother crazy speaking Pig Latin. In Pig Latin, you take the first sound of the word and you put it at the end with A after it. So I would say, Ig pay at and lay. I may Aim nay is a and a j a shell may. <laughs> so we would speak in pig Latin. It would make my mother crazy nuts. She hated it. Bless her heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. My mom taught me pig Latin. <laughs> she taught me how to do that. My mama petty though. Oh, um, so yeah, that that was that was some good times right there. I'm just saying, it was good times. Being able to talk and say all that stuff in front of people, and they know what you was talking about. Like, <laughs> oh man. Okay, so okay, so effective ways to communicate. We talked about you know active communication. So what does that look like? Active communication is you know actively listening, actively speaking, and we talked about actively listening like a lot, right? And we touched a little bit on active talking. And when it comes to active talking, when I say that, this is what it means to me. And y'all can share what it means to y'all. But to me, active talking is when you, again, your purpose and your intent and your tone, it matches the words that are coming out your mouth. So it's like shooting an arrow. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be Robin Hood with mine. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get that bullseye and then, like, do a double bullseye with the split in the arrow kind of a situation. Because, again, I don't want it to be on the responsibility of the receiver to overthink what I'm trying to say. Let me tell you why. Because this is what it means to me. I don't like that because I feel like it takes up too much of my time and my energy as well as theirs in order to over explain something that is pure and simple and to the direct point. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when you watch them those lawyer shows. That's a perfect example. If y'all ever watch Law and Order, that's a great show. I don't care what episode you watch. It could be regular Law and Order. It could be Law and Order SVU. It could be Criminal Intent. It, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. Just pick pick one. Any episode, whatever season, just as long as they in court. And just pay attention to how, or any lawyer show for that matter, or any court show. Um. It, ooh, Judge Millian is a good one. Um. Do Judge Mathis too, um, especially when you call people a crackhead. Okay, my bad. I digress. Okay, so look, um, when they ask direct questions, right? It could be a yes or no question. And what do what do some people typically do instead of saying yes or no, based on the question, because it's a closed ended question, they give you a paragraph of an answer. Okay, that irritates the crap out of me. Because I don't have time for all that extra syllables and phrases and consonants and vowels that's coming out your mouth. I really just want you to give me a simple yes or no to my direct close-ended question. It's not really that hard. It ain't even a rocket science question. Because I don't know rocket science. So you don't even got to think that hard. You know? And it's not to be an insult to their intelligence. It's just that I know exactly what I want. 
And it goes to what was said earlier today in the conversation about knowing who you are so you can be self-aware and that you can have awareness and give yourself grace, mercy, and compassion. You know what I mean? So in order to do that with myself, I can give that to someone else when it comes to communicating actively in a talking fashion, in a verbal way, even if I'm writing it down, because I know there was a moment in time with my mother growing up as a teenager, I didn't feel like I could verbally communicate with my mom. You know, I didn't feel like my words was coming across right because I wasn't receiving what I was expecting. So I found another avenue and I would write to her. I would write her a letter. You know, and in doing so, it allowed me to actually process my emotions with my logic and put them into words so that they made sense. You know, it that and to bring it back full circle, that's the difference between visual apps like Facebook and Twitter and then and Instagram for the most part. And when you have social audio apps such as Stereo or Clubhouse and all of that nature. You know, does that make sense now? Like, do y'all see, like, the parallel with it? I hope you do because um, I feel like I'm on a roll right now. So, <laughs> but that's what it, that's what it meant, that's what it means to me and why it's so important because I, I just don't have the patience for it. So, in self-preservation and making sure that I don't spaz out or I don't get overly frustrated or even lightweight irritated with the person I'm communicating with. I just really try to be as direct as possible. I don't want to sugarcoat. I don't want to throw a subliminal. I don't want to do any of that if we're having an ongoing, regular, typical, or right now conversation. I don't care if it's romantic, business, or personal. Now, business, I'm completely ruthless. Like, that's completely different. Like, I'm, I'm like, X, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Like, just break it all down. You know what I mean? I don't want all that extra, you know, hoopla or whatever. And even then still, it's not, it's a flawed system. Because what I think might work in business as far as communicating, the receiver may not. Or the giver may not. So, it's still going to be a miscommunication. But guess what the loophole is? Ask for clarification. So even if the person I'm asking a direct close-ended question to doesn't understand the question, the ball and responsibility is in their court to make the choice to ask for clarification and understanding before answering. It's kind of like when you go to a job interview. If you've ever been trained for a job interview, they will tell you that if they ask you a question in the interview and you don't understand the answer, you can ask a question, you can answer a question with a question to get better understanding. Like, oh, you know, how did you do blah, blah, blah? I don't know. Make something up. And then you would say, well, um, I appreciate your question, if you could clarify that a little bit more for me so I could give you a better answer, that would be great. You know, you can always phrase it like that so where it shows that you not only can take ownership and leadership and initiative and humbleness, okay, keyword humbleness, to say that you don't understand what they're saying, but I want to understand what you're saying, it shows a sign of respect, you know? And then it shows that you're trying to understand something. Now, that can also, okay, 
from some people who may not understand what you're doing may possibly get irritated. That's not on you. That's on them because they don't understand the proper techniques and ways to communicate. They may have never been taught, you know, or they may just not even care because there are people out there that are really just like, I'm going to do me. I ain't going to change for nobody. I'm going to do what I want to do. They just got to adjust to me. Well, you know, temporarily, that may be the case. Long term, not so much. All I'm saying is this. Um, that's not on you if that is the case and they receive it in the wrong way. Just know it's a power move on your end by asking for a for a clarification. And if someone does that with you, don't get upset. They're just asking for understanding, you know. Now, if they get a little ridiculous with it and they just keep saying, like, oh, I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't know. You might need to find a completely different way in order to communicate, you know, because some people are kinesthetic learners, so they need to be, like, in the moment kind of a thing, especially if it has something to do with directions, you know, just be mindful of that. Like like, so, like what was said earlier, there is, like, different elements to this. Shout out to LiveWire. There's levels to it, okay? There's levels to it. <laughs> Time out. I kind of want to um, tell this story uh, kind of quick, um, just to kind of tie into what you're saying. I went in for a job interview once years and years ago. Um, I was a professional lingerie stylist, um, so I was trained in this area very well. Well, this other lady didn't believe that I actually had these qualifications. Like, she was basically kind of treating me like I was stupid and I didn't know what I was doing. So in the middle of the interview... Um, she didn't believe me that I could like sell a bra or something like that. Um, so she picks up a pen and says, sell me this pen. She hands it to me and says, sell <gasps> it to me. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, what does this have to do with the interview? Like I, I can sell stuff. And, <laughs> and she's like, describe all of the features of a pen and try to make me buy it from you. So I did it the best I could. And she's like, okay, I've seen enough. Oh, wait. Okay, I'll play his message. Oh, oh my gosh, wait. <laughs> I ended up not getting the job um, because at the end of the interview, when I was walking away, she basically said, uh, sorry, sweetie, um, you're not old enough to understand what it's like to be a professional. And I was like, oh my God, this woman was absolutely terrible. Like, honestly, I could have probably slapped her up with the age discrimination like lawsuit <laughs> or something, but I didn't. Oh man, you could have been missing out on $10 million. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> y'all got to check out Read the Live uh, <laughs> so y'all can check out uh, <laughs> around the... Around <laughs> Oh, the segment of um, uh, I think it was around the corner. Where we were talking about the guy in uh, in North Carolina that just won ten million dollars in a, a discrimination lawsuit against his race, uh, white male, no less. Um, that, yeah, that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> you might have been missing out on some money, girl. Don't don't run away from the money. Look, them <laughs> them kind of lawsuits a hit. Uh, so here's the thing. So sidebar, side story too many stories one that that technique that she used on you that's actually like from a movie i believe i can't remember the name of the movie but that is actually from a movie oh time out if you want to follow up on that story actually i found out that this lady 
ended up getting caught and fired from this company because she was actually stealing money. And I think she knew that if there was a young person in there that she would have probably gotten caught because some of the older people that she was working with didn't pay attention. Um, and she ended up getting fired for mistreating people and stealing, which was absolutely terrible. Um, and then, so when I found out that she quit, <laughs> I went for another interview and I landed the job. Oh, <laughs> okay, then. The movie is Wolf of Wall Street with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, thank you. Thank you. That's that's what I thought, but then I couldn't remember if it was that or the um the movie with Michael Douglas. The the 80s movie with Michael Douglas. I couldn't remember if it was that one or that one. So thank you. Shout out to Okie Dokie Smokey Okie. Thank you so much. Um, yes, Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, that is a tactic. Now I don't know how long ago um she I don't know how long ago this was, but yes, that is a tactic. And here's the loophole to if you ever get that question again. Basically, what they want you to do, here's the cheat code. They just want you to look at the pen and then make and then sell, make them feel good about the pen. That's basically all it was. You know what I mean? And then um, so if you ever if if they ever I don't care if it is even if it's not a pen, it could be anything. And they'd be like, sell me this chair. They really just want you to make them feel good about the chair. They just want to see, because that's what sales is anyway. We only buy things based on how it makes us feel in the moment when we see it or when we touch it or when we hear it or when we taste it or when we, um, you know, when we feel it or whatever. So whatever our senses are stimulated, that's what creates the impulse to go ahead and buy. So that's all that what that question means. Um, it's just a really... <laughs> the theatrical way and I, I'm saying that because <laughs> other side part side part mini story I had a job interview like that and it was to sell insurance right I think yeah it was to sell insurance this is when I lived in Vegas and I thought I was going for an office manager position Right. This is how I, this is when I really learned about the um the bait and switch when it comes to some of these insurance companies. Cause I thought I was going for an office manager position at the time until I get there and it's a group interview. Okay. A bunch of random people, they go through this whole little spiel. Then you get into this little room with this one on one person and then they asking you all these other questions or whatever, you know, the basic questions like, Tell me about yourself and where do you see yourself and what do you want to do? Da-da-da-da. And then he was like, Sell me this pen. And I was like, excuse me? Like, oh, okay. And then I went ahead and did my spiel. The cold part is he offered me the job, but I turned it down because I didn't sign up to be no insurance agent. Ain't nobody finna do all that. Mm-mm. I ain't want to do all that. Nope. Been there, did that, and <laughs> I wasn't trying to go back to that industry. I'm straight. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. It's just, a, you know, it's just a mind game. It's a Jedi mind trick. To see how good you can sell. All right. So now I'm going to go over. Oh, we went over the list because I'm going back to my notes now. We went over the list of effective communication about active listening and then active talking and making sure, you know, again, intentions, purpose matches your words, your energy, all of that. You're communicating the information that you want to have get out there, you know, be self-aware of how you're doing it, and what you want to communicate. Sometimes what might help if you're not able to verbalize it is to write it down. 
You know what I mean? Or And then you can get to the point where you're not necessarily writing out every single detail of what you want to say. You could just put bullet points. And then you can go off of the bullet points. That's another good way. Especially if you do public speaking. I'm just like, I'm just saying. That's another little, like, extra trick or whatever. Um, and then, so this is what I wanted to do. The article that I found, well, not found, that I forgot of everything I had written in this article three years ago. I would like to share that with y'all and read it. It's not a long one. It's not long. Um, but I do want to share this with y'all. And just because <laughs> it's just interesting on what it was, you know, what I had said. And the title of it is called An Exclusive Communication Technique for Better Relationships. So, of course, it's not like super, super exclusive, but I called it exclusive because I feel like um, active communication is exclusive because only certain people exercise it. Only certain, it's only, I feel like there's a small group that actually implements that. Because if it was more common, it wouldn't be such a shock and awe when people do it. If it was so common, people wouldn't be paying thousands of dollars to learn how to do it. They wouldn't be watching on YouTube. There wouldn't be YouTube videos. You can go on YouTube right now and type in how to communicate or effective ways to communicate, and you're going to get a whole laundry list of all these different videos. You know what I mean? So it's it's just one of those things. If it was that much of a common practice, which is such an easy, soft skill to implement, I feel like it's not because it, it forces you to, um, to tap into your inner self. You have to know yourself. You have to study yourself in order to study someone else's communication style. You have to know how, what ticks you off, what what ways are you better to communicate? You know what I mean? Because I know some people are horrible at verbalizing what they want to say. Just horrible. They try it, though, you know, because they want to exercise to get better because it's still, you know, something you want to exercise to do. But they're just they're But writing, superb. Like, you'd be like, is this a completely different person? And then I know people who are the complete opposite. You know, I remember I used to be a teacher, so I used to read some of these papers or some of these, uh, you know, specific questions to the, I mean, answers to these questions, and they would be super detailed. But in class, they would be like so reserved or they didn't know how to say exactly what they wanted to say. So it would just like come off a little bit different. You know what I mean? And so it, it's just one of those things where you just got to tap into yourself. So that's why I called it exclusive. You know, but this is um, it was for technique for better relationships, because in everything that we are connected to, no matter what it is or who it is, it is a relationship. It just, you know, whatever label you put on it, whatever category you put on it, that's, you know, on you and on me. But as far as it being a relationship, it's still a relationship, you know. Uh, so. I started off like this. What is communication? Well, according to Google, communication means, and according to, the, oh, and then I put the picture, which is what I read to y'all. And then um, I also say, and according to the legendary and trusted Merriam-Webster's dictionary, communication means a process by which information is exchanged between individuals through a common system of symbols, signs, or behavior. The function of pheromones in insect communication in insect communication also 
exchange of information, personal rapport, and a lack of communication between old and young persons was used as the example. Uh, I go on to say, you're possibly sitting there reading this thinking, why is E-Read telling me what I already know? I'm bringing this up to start the conversation about what communication is and how sometimes, even when it feels like we're doing it right, we're doing it wrong. For years, I thought I was best at communicating. I always thought that if I, get, if I give the info, they will receive it and everyone is on the same page. There is no misunderstanding due to what I provided in the communication transaction. Well, what I learned is that for years, I was 100% absolutely wrong. Y'all just don't know what a blow to my ego it was to be wrong about something. And not just because I'm a woman. It amazed me because all those years, the way I communicated seemed to work just fine. Until I was shown this simple technique to communicate better than ever. Once I grasped grasp the proper way to implement the technique, it opened my insight to see better opportunities and take action on them. It also increased my ability to access my inner discernment. Discernment is, ne is a necessity in any relationship. As in my other blog piece, because <laughs> I had another blog piece below, uh, communication is vital to any relationship. What I didn't say in that blog piece was this technique I'm going to share with you exclusively. I use exclusively loosely solely because what I'm about to break down to you is something that we all know how to do. Yep, that's right. I said it. You already know the technique. Here it is. Actively listening and actively talking. Keyword, actively. That's it. That's the technique. Actively listening and actively talking. See, it's simple. It's easy. When I tell y'all that I felt like Elmer Fudd in the One Bugs Bunny cartoon with Daffy when they're going back and forth about duck and wabbit season. Y'all remember that duck, wabbit. Is that duck season, wabbit season? That part. Um, that was so me after learning that actively listening and talking will get me farther in life in all aspects. I want you to try this technique the next time that you're communicating with someone. I want you to self-check if you're actively listening to what the giver is saying and if you're actively giving to the receiver to receive what you want and need them to fully understand and comprehend. If you have stories on this technique or questions, share them below in the comments. Or if you feel free, inbox me too. Thank you for reading. So that is the blog piece I wrote three years ago. I wrote that three years ago, yo. And it's just interesting to me that it comes full circle three years later. You know, shout out to the number three because today is 13 and it was a B. Oh, no, wait. Tomorrow is 13. But I'm just saying 12. One plus two is three. So the fact that we are still at the three stage, I'll just say it. Like, it just came full circle for me. And I feel like um, I have definitely grown in the way that I communicate. I feel like being on stereo has taught me um, to tap into how I communicate with the expectation of others. Uh, it definitely humbled me in that area because, you know, when it comes to getting really good at something, there comes this, you know, superficial film over it where you get like this level of 
cockiness and arrogance with it. Like, you know, I got this. Like, I communicate greatly. Like, I went to school for this. You know, I've been trained on this since I was a kid. Like, I went to public speaking courses. I did all of this. I finished the program. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you just automatically get this vibe and this feeling and you tell yourself, like, no, I got this until you come across a situation where you don't. And you be like, oh, oh, damn. Like, it just hits you different. You know, it hits you different. But saying all that to say, I'm grateful for it because it allowed me to, when I go to the next level of whatever that is, and I come across a similar situation, I will be able to implement not adding my own expectations of how another person should communicate to me based on how I communicate with them and also based on how I'm expressing and sharing with them and showing them how to communicate with me. Because just because I can lead a horse to water don't mean that they're going to drink it. And I don't have no control over making them drink it. And I have to be okay with that. And I am. I wasn't before, but I am now. So, y'all, we have come to the conclusion of communication. What does it mean to you? If y'all have any last messages or stories or insight or expressions y'all want to put out there into the universe, whatever that may be, Go ahead, um, y'all can go ahead and leave them now, because in the next 30 seconds, I'm going to go ahead and do my closeout if I don't hear a ding, ding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So in that closeout, here's what I want to share with y'all. Make sure y'all tuned in to, oh, time out. <laughs> go ahead and leave Have a wonderful day. You too, okie dokie, smokey okie. Thank you so much for pulling up and uh, participating and showing up and showing out. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, man, make sure you already know how this goes on the weekends, man. Sunday, make sure you tap into the Stereo Versus. It's an all-day event, you know. Shout-out to the Stereo Versus because it's going down. Shout-out to the Stereo Versus Council. Shout-out to Livewire and Twixie Baby for producing something for us to do every single Sunday afternoon. It's at 2.15 Pacific Standard Time, 4.15 Central, and 5.15 Eastern Standard Time. Oop, time out. I'm really glad you actually had this, like, little convo today. Like, I was actually posting some stuff on my Instagram earlier today about the red flags of, like, being, like, narcissistic and gaslighting and stuff like that. And and so I was glad to see that, that I was able to come here and communicate my feelings about, you know, these behaviors. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. I'm so glad you pulled up. I'm glad you stayed. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. I'm glad you were able to get it off your chest and express and all of that. Like, just know anytime I'm on a platform or doing my solo shows, like, it's a safe space. You know, you are free to do that. Because I don't tolerate that trolling or nothing like that. And I will shut it down. Because, um, you know, that's just how I roll. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yes, it's a pleasure to meet you so much. Thank you for sliding through. Hold on a second. I'm going to go ahead and hit you. Oh, snap. 
So yeah. Um, uh, wait, am I following you on Instagram? Hold on. Let me go check. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Okay, see, I thought you was a different Frenchie. I didn't know you was our Frenchie. <laughs> I thought you was a different Frenchie, Frenchie. Oh, my God. Shout out to Frenchie. See? <laughs> oh, man. But, again, make sure y'all tap into the stereo versus 215 Pacific, 415 Central, and 515 Eastern Standard Time. And then directly after that is the stereo versus recap with my two cents with me. You read your, you know, your recap host when it comes to that. Um, I'll definitely be taking notes and uh, be giving a read about the stereo verses. <laughs> um, and then, uh, let's see, tomorrow night is, oh, that is, it. we're in what, second Sunday? Oh, yes, second Sunday. So when it comes to what I am doing, uh, I will make sure you're following me and you're checking me out on my Instagram stories for the announcement if um, TGO and I are going to do um, late night Netflix for tomorrow for Sunday night. I am uh, not sure yet uh, because my co-host is a little bit preoccupied right now and I would rather him focus on what he needs to be focusing on with that situation and being, you know, getting that degree than doing, you know, doing a show like that. You know what I'm saying? Like education is more important. Shout out to TGO. Um, but yes, and then make sure you are definitely tapping into uh, Stereo's Got Talent with Twixie Baby and myself on Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 Central, and 7 p.m. on the East Coast. We are tapping in. So yes, just understand. Um, wait, yeah. No, wait, did I do that right? Yeah, this is second. Yeah, this is second. So, yeah. No, this will be the third Wednesday, next Wednesday. So, yes, third Wednesday. First and third Wednesdays, we are here on Stereo. And then second and fourth Wednesday, we are on Fanbase. Same time, just two different platforms and two different names. Because on Fanbase, it's iRock Open Mic. And then here on Stereo, it's Stereo's Got Talent. And then make sure you are definitely tapped in for the anniversary show that is going to be the first Wednesday of December. Shout out to the Royal Palace. Talk that talk is CC Jackson. Uh, they will be joining us on the platform on that day. And I'm going to definitely try and see if we can get Jersey Worthy to slide through. Because it would not be a one-year anniversary without Jersey Worthy sliding through. You know what I'm saying? And Dick Duck Daddy. If you know, you know. Um, and then <laughs> what else I want to uh, share with y'all? Um, yeah, just make sure you're following me and make sure that you save the date. Oh, time out. Oh, hello. Melanin seduction. Communication is a whole love language for me. It means everything to me in any relationship um, and that means work relationships, intimate relationships, friendships, relatives. Ugh. I mean, it's just so important to have communication. So many things can be avoided. So you can progress so much by having communication, too. So, yes, this is a great topic. You just heard substance. Oh, shout out to Substance. Thank you for sliding through, Miss Lady. Um, I'm actually getting ready to close out, but when I do close out, you know, the 
playback will be there. Um, hopefully you can come to the next communication talk that I do. Maybe I'll do this again um, next week. Uh, we'll have to see. Or maybe even later on today. I don't know. It depends on how I feel. Um, but yeah, I think I'm definitely going to do this again because uh, I actually I love this conversation. And I appreciate y'all because y'all was really like chiming in on that. Um, but yeah, man, make sure y'all tapped in and save the date. If y'all look at my profile, it says right there, save the date for November 22nd. That is on a Monday evening. Okay. Shout out. Yo, shout out to Bex and Million, Twixie Baby, and Livewire because we are putting together a fans giving comedy special. So if you missed out on the uh, previous comedy, the stand-up comedy shows, man, y'all missed out on a good time. Um, those were fans-only shows, so if you are a fan, you can definitely go back and listen to the playback if you were unaware that we did that. Um, if you are not a fan, uh, a super fan of uh, either one of us, please tap in and follow us so that you can go ahead and uh, subscribe. And, you know, I know mine is a dollar, Twixies is a dollar, Livewires is two dollars. Um, and I, I'm not sure how much Bex's is. I think Bex might be a dollar too, a dollar or two. Um, but yeah, make sure y'all tapped in. Um, now for the fans giving one though, just know that that one won't be a fans only. That will be an exclusive open show. So we hope you can slide through that show will be taking place earlier in the evening time, um, depending on what <laughs> what time zone you're in. So that will be at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 8 central and 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, it's going to be a really good time. Trust me, you won't want to miss it. It's going to be some special appearances that y'all are going to not want to miss. Because if you do, then you won't know any of the inside jokes. So I don't think y'all want FOMO because it's going to happen. Just saying. Like we be doing shows where if you there, then if you know, you know. <laughs> so, man, I appreciate y'all once again. Shout out to Smokey Oaky Livewire. Shout out to Substance. Shout out to Frenchie. Shout out to Jenna, Michelle. Yo, thank you so much. I appreciate y'all for sliding through. Shout out to Sloan, yo. Shout out to Sloan for sliding through. Um, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Cause I know I'm missing somebody. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, shout out to Thanos. That's right, Thanos, because he was the very first person. Shout out to Thanos. Yo, I appreciate y'all. Love yourself more today than you did yesterday and even more so tomorrow. And communicate better today than you did yesterday and even more so tomorrow and forever, man. No better. Do better, yo. I can't express that enough. Um, if you need a reminder, tap into the playback. Um, if you saved any 30-second clips, you know, tag me in them on your social media. My uh, Instagram is on my profile or tag me on Twitter or, you know, Facebook or wherever else. Just, you know, I'm there. Um, but I appreciate y'all, man. I'm going to talk to y'all later. Have a good one. I'm E. Reed, Reality Radio, right here on Stereo. This was an RBC. And in case y'all didn't know what RBC meant, guess what? It means read beyond communication. Y'all have a good afternoon and a good evening. Love y'all. Ciao.